0: Yo, what up? This is D Knight, and you're listening to the Pardon the Interaction Podcast. Got a pocket pardon episode for you today. Got a couple things to cover real quick. Uh, so sit tight, strap in, strap on, as Carol would say. Uh but before we get to the news, just give a shout out to our sponsor Sheets and Giggles, my man Colin McIntosh, uh who's got an awesomely dope and fantastic Threads account. Go ahead and give him a follow there, if you don't mind. Hooked us up with some of the most fantastic sheets on planet Earth. Not only are they soft and fantastic, but they're sustainably sourced. Uh, eucalyptus base. gotta pick you up a set. They're so good that even after Tish James manages to seize all of Trump's properties, he'll still sleep great at night as long as he picks up a set of sheets from Sheets of Giggles. And if you'd like a little pardon pod discount, you can check the show notes for that. Also, I think the Dolphins put up like a 70 burger on Denver the other day. So, you know, he had big Dolphins fan. You might get like 70 percent off. <laughs> so go ahead and check that out. So the news has been batshit insane, if you haven't noticed, even though it, we're not even at election year yet. So I guess that's like a warning of what's to come. I don't know, but it's been wild. It just it never stops. Like we're all going to need prescription drugs to cope at this point once all of this is over. But in case you missed it, uh, Crew, that's Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics. They filed a lawsuit in Colorado seeking to bar Trump. From running for office in the 2024 election based on the 14th Amendment, Section 3, barring any citizen who's previously taken an oath of office, who's also participated in an insurrection or given aid and comfort to insurrectionists from ever holding office again. Obviously, we're talking about Trump here, you know, clearly from his actions on January 6th, he fits the bill now. Now, we haven't talked about the 14th Amendment on the podcast for a couple of reasons. uh, Namely, because regardless of whether or not a judge rules uh, in favor of disqualifying Trump from being on the ballot in any state in 2024, it's obviously going to get appealed, you know, all the way up through federal court, all the way up to the Supreme Court. And of course, Because, you know, we've got guys like Clarence Thomas, who are on the payroll of right wing billionaires, uh, along with his buddy Alito. And then Trump appointed three other justices who could totally be in his pocket in regards to something like this. Like they can literally make up the rules as they see fit. Like they're not bound by uh, any previous instances in which the 14th Amendment was exercised in a similar fashion uh, against individuals uh, after the Civil War like <laughs> like they can basically make up law and pull a shirt out of their ass and decide that this doesn't apply to Trump regardless of whether or not that's actually accurate or based on any sort of precedent whatsoever so so we haven't necessarily seen this as a valid path of keeping Trump off the ballot in 2024 and that, that doesn't mean people shouldn't try you should absolutely in all instances and in every state, where it's a possibility trying to invoke the 14th amendment and get this motherfucker off the ballot. I mean, I'm, I'm all for that. Just the fact that it's going to get appealed all the way up to the Supreme Court. And it's a fucking coin flip as to whether or not, you know, the right wing justices will suck Trump off in a theater like Lauren Boebert or something. So who knows? Apart from that, how this is immediately important is in this particular case, The judge has already ruled in favor of a partial protective order that effectively shuts Trump straight the fuck up when it comes to, like, uh, you know, attempting to taint the jury pool or to threaten the judge or the lawyers or any of the plaintiffs or anyone else involved in these proceedings. This judge said, I ain't doing this shit. Absolutely not. So this order bars Trump or his attorneys or his subordinates from making threatening or intimidating statements, whether that be in public, on TV, in the media, or even on social media platforms, including, uh, you know, truth social, well, rather untruth social, because obviously whatever Trump says on there is the opposite of the truth. This is important for a number of reasons. So first of all, Jack Smith is seeking a similar order Uh, To be issued in Washington, D.C. for that criminal case uh, that Trump's going to trial for. Where Judge Chuckin is eminently set to make a ruling on whether or not to grant DOJ their motion. So we have a precedent in Colorado like it's already been established there. Chuckin has the opportunity to look at that ruling and basically copy it word for word. And if it stands in Colorado, it can stand in federal court in D.C. You know, and of course, Trump and his team are going to make arguments about how this is infringing on their First Amendment rights. Uh, well, maybe. Man, but when you've been credibly accused of committing serious federal crimes, like you've waived some of your rights when it comes to free speech, uh, due to the fact that you're now part of some criminal proceedings. Like there are constraints on what the government can say as well. So, you know, that's the trade off. Like, sometimes you're just going to have to shut the fuck up. And obviously, you know, making threats and intimidating witnesses and jurors and shit. Yeah, that's that's already a crime. It's on, on the record. But, of course, you know, the judge got to be specific and point, all, point out all the shit that Trump can't do. Otherwise, Trump's going to do it anyway and say, well, the judge didn't tell me I couldn't. And that's why you got to just preempt the bullshit. Also, he's already been doing and saying crazy shit already like just in the last week so since his appearance on msnbc uh on meet the press with welker and her dumb ass like my god can we get chuck todd back oh never thought i'd say that shit uh so trump said <laughs> that he's gonna pardon everyone involved with the insurrection on january 6th again lending credibility to that claim of aid and comfort to insurrectionists He said that once he's elected, he's going to invoke the Alien Enemies Act, which, if you don't know, basically suspends habeas corpus to some degree and will give Trump the unlimited authority, at least in his mind, to use federal law enforcement agencies like the FBI and whatnot and the DHS to round up people that he believes to not be U.S. citizens, whether they're here legally or not, and have them deported or worse which of course I would imagine we'd likely see something similar to what happened uh, amidst World War II where we had internment camps for you know Japanese citizens here in the United States except in this case I can only assume that what he means is he's going to round up everyone who isn't white so yeah might want to I don't know Talk about that in the media some. That seems important. You know, especially with them spending the past couple of weeks uh, showing utter disdain for the Jewish community. Calling them un-American and saying they don't have any loyalty to the United States. Yeah, someone might want to look into that. He also said that if he's reelected, he is practically going to have his Department of Justice charge media members with treason. Yes, that includes you, MSNBC even though you literally gave him a platform just a week ago to spout off his fucking lies with no fact-checked whatsoever. Ace job there, you incompetent fucks. You're spending all this time softballing this dude and presenting him as though he's a normal candidate, even though he's saying all this shit, and you're going to get us all fucking killed if he gets reelected. and he's going to start with you. Good job, guys. But of course, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you Uh, You know, I'm like one of the few people on the fucking planet trying to call this shit out because the people who get paid to do this for a living and who have unlimited funding and resources are terrible at their jobs. And I assume I can only assume that there's some perverse incentive involved where they get more views and clicks for engaging in this ridiculous behavior where they normalize this shit, even though it's going to get them killed. I don't know. Unlike them, I want to live. I want democracy to survive. Ugh! All right, sorry, I got got off topic there. And if that wasn't enough, he's also threatened to execute the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, for thwarting his coup on January sixth. Because he told the motherfuckers that Trump installed into the defense department and CIA and whatnot at the last fucking second after he had already lost the election that if they try some shit, he's going to see their asses behind bars. Now, of course, I wish Millie had saved that energy from Trump. Like, where was he on January 6th? Should have been locking Trump's ass up then. But I've digressed. Um, also, after the coup, uh Millie apparently contacted counterparts in the Chinese government and was like, hey, bro, uh, let's not start nuclear war today. You know, doing his part to make sure the entire planet doesn't get obliterated. And for that, Trump said that was treason. And the only thing I can take from that is that Trump does want nuclear war. Maybe I Jesus Christ. I mean, he's threatening to execute senior military officials, a dude that he appointed, in fact, in public while he's facing multiple criminal trials where multiple plaintiffs and prosecutors are asking for gag orders. Absolutely fucking bananas. Oh, but wait, there's more. Like we said, dude is like the sham wow of criminal activity. Because if that wasn't enough, he also tried to purchase a gun, apparently, which might be considered to be a violation of his bail conditions since he's been indicted for felony counts in federal court. And to some degree, Even having possession of a gun, whether you purchase it or not, is a violation of those bail conditions and a federal law. And he posted a fucking picture of himself holding the fucking gun at the gun shop in South Carolina on social media. I guess someone told him like, hey, bro, that ain't a good look. You you, might have broken the law here. So it was uh, deleted later that day. Except for, you know, the fact that nothing's deleted from the internet. And they act like they ain't never heard of screenshots. What the fuck? So we've all seen the picture of Trump holding the gun, which is absolutely fucking bananas. You're out here, like, threatening literally everyone and doing everything you can to incite people to violence. And then you post a picture of yourself uh, in a gun store picking up the heat. Absolutely bananas. Like we've we've talked about previously how, of course, he seems to be obsessed with the prospect that he might be facing prison time, uh, you know, and doing everything in his power to avoid going to prison. Uh, Yeah, the way his mind operates somehow is that he'll engage in behavior that is the most likely to get his ass into fucking prison. He's like, oh, I'm scared. I'm going to jail. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to commit more crimes. Yay. Holy shit. Like the level of compulsion and psychopathy with this guy is just beyond fucking measure. Beyond measure, I tell you. Well, so why am I bringing that up? Well, all of that is evidence for why Judge Chuckin should absolutely grant at least a partial protective order for the case in D.C. against Trump, if not a full-on gag order, just have him totally shut the fuck up about the case. Like, anyone who says that's, you know, taking away his right to defend himself in public against these accusations, no, dude is a fucking danger to the fucking country. He can defend himself in court, or he can drop out. That's also an option. He's not entitled to run for office. It's a privilege. He can quit his fucking campaign. And if you think that was insane, well, let me fill you in on some more news. So yesterday uh, in the civil case against Trump Org in New York, where Tish James basically hammered the Trump company, Trump himself, his kids and Allen Weisselberg for fraudulently. Inflating the value of their assets to an insane degree to take uh, take advantage of favorable loan terms and access to cash infusions and investments and other tax benefits and such that they weren't qualified to receive and wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Well, the judge in that case ruled for a summary judgment in favor of Tish James and against the Trump organization on the facts of the matter and that Trump spent years defrauding banks, insurers and investors. So the judge in that case, in Goron, ordered the sum of Trump's business license be rescinded or revoked, which will make it practically impossible to continue doing business in New York. And he also said he would continue to have the independent monitor who they installed in the Trump org to make sure they didn't do any fi- anything fishy with the fucking business assets. Uh, you know, like, I don't know, try and start a Trump organization too, and then funnel all the assets to that organization uh, that was established outside of the state of New York <laughs> so that they could hide their assets from the court and from the prosecutors in the event of any civil penalties, uh, you know, I didn't make that up off the top of my head. That should actually happen. Um, Yeah, so that independent monitor is going to continue overseeing the Trump organization operations to make sure there ain't no shenanigans pulled. And if you're wondering just how egregious some of the claims Trump and his company were making, like in one instance, Trump overvalued Mar-a-Lago by inflating its value uh, on one financial statement by as much as 2,300%. Like not double the value, not triple the value, but like 35 X. That is fucking crazy. That's like Trump pulling out his little three inch dick and lying and telling you not that it's four inches or five inches, but that it's 90 inches. You see how fucking insane that is. So the civil trial is still going to proceed, but not to establish the facts, but only basically to figure out how much in damages is Trump and Trump's or going to have to pay and what kind of other penalties should they face? Well, of course, Tish James is looking for at least around $250 million in punitive damages. And that's just the start. And I know what you're thinking, like, Oh, Trump's fucking billionaire, 250 million. That's just a drop in the bucket. Uh, Well, first of all, the judge found that Trump overinflated the value of his assets by two and a half to three and a half billion dollars. Well, in case you're wondering about uh, Trump's net worth, it's reported to be somewhere between two and a half and three and a half billion dollars. What does that mean in practical terms? Uh, It it means his net worth is zero. You know, his massive real estate fortune, once you account for all of the debt that he has to service, is worth zero dollars. He's broke. He a broke ass bitch. And while he might have hundreds of millions of dollars of property on paper, like if he's forced to come up with a quarter bill cash, you know what that means? That means he's going to have to sell off some properties. And what happens when you try and sell off properties? Well, if you owe money for them, you have to pay off those fucking loans. So he's going to have to sell off enough property to not only satisfy the 250 mil that he's going to owe in New York. And and that's minimum 250. He's also going to have to satisfy those fucking loans. And while some of that debt is good for you on paper when you're trying to avoid paying taxes, it's absolutely terrible when that becomes realized and you have an actual bill sitting in front of you. And you got to come up with the cash to pay that shit right now. This could potentially set off a chain reaction where he's forced to sell off a number of properties that he can't afford to cover the loans. And it could end up with him filing for bankruptcy and shutting down all of his businesses. And because there's that financial monitor overseeing his businesses in New York, that means he can't get out to any fucking shenanigans. Whew. You know, obviously, from the looks of it, the only successful business endeavor he's ever engaged in was running for fucking president. That's the only time he's ever turned a fucking profit. Lying to these fucking goobers out here and getting these dipshits to give up their hard earned money to help him fight fake election fraud and run for president and shit. And then have him just siphon that money from his campaign and his PACs and move that money into these shell companies run by his family and friends. I guess it's a good gig if you can get it. Man, these morons are gonna continue to give him money. Speaking of which, his packs are running out of money. (laughs) And his legal bills are mounting because he's facing multiple criminal indictments and he's facing a number of civil trials. And not only that, those packs are paying the legal fees. Of his co conspirators and witnesses involved in multiple cases, which, you know, of course is going to cost quite a bit of money. Which means that if his campaign doesn't start taking in major donations pretty soon here, he's not gonna have any money left to run for president. Can you imagine a presidential election in which a candidate is running zero dollars? We might actually see what that looks like. And that's going to be fucking doomsday because not only will he not have any money, he soaked up all the donations that should have went, you know, all over the Republican Party. So they're going to have to run, you know, nationwide elections with no money either. These guys are fucking geniuses. So once Tish James manages to seize all of his properties to satisfy, you know, his civil penalties and all of his debt. Not only is Trump running for president in 2024, he needs to win the election to get in the White House rent free for four years because he don't have a place to live. Better call up Jared Kushner and ask him for some of that two billion in Saudi money. Speaking of Jared, has anyone seen Ivanka? Where's Melania for that matter? And that concludes this episode of Part of the Interaction.